Welcome to the Flourishing Life Podcast. This is a podcast all about creating deep relationships and building a healthy community in which you can flourish. We are three friends who also happen to be related. In each episode, we'll be sharing strategies and ideas, as well as encouragement, in order for you to build a stronger community that helps you have a more fulfilling life. We're so excited to journey along with you as you create your own community. Hi, welcome to the Flourishing Life Podcast. My name is Brandy, and I am here with my two co-hosts, Brittany and Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Hey, Brittany. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going well. I am so excited about this episode that we are going to be sharing with our listeners. And I know you guys are really excited to dive into this too. Um, This episode is going to be all about talking about how we feel since we've started our podcast, because we have actually been podcasting for one entire year, which I can't believe it. It's been a long time. So we know um, our first episode launched on October 3rd. And since then, it has been a crazy wild ride. And so we thought it would be fun listeners to go back and reflect on what we've learned of this year from podcasting and just kind of share some of our favorite things and some things that have been challenging in doing our podcast. So um, to start us off, what do you think you've enjoyed most about podcasting, Brittany? What do you think you've liked and really enjoyed? Well, first of all, I can't even believe that it's been a year since we've been doing this. It seems like it's almost like having kids. Like it seems like you've had them forever, but then like, how did time go so fast, you know, Mm -hmm. which I feel like this podcast is kind of like our baby, maybe not quite so much work as a baby, but we have grown it. Yes. Um, so I have really enjoyed doing this. I think Mm -hmm. that it's been super fun to have something that is just my own and it doesn't have anything to do with my kids or my husband, granted, I talk about them a lot, but, um, it's just kind of my own thing that I'm working on. And, um, I have really enjoyed just working with you guys on a project and doing something with you guys and having something to work towards and, um, a reason to chat every week, um, or every other week now, mm-hmm. although we talk a lot more than that, yeah. but, um, I've just really enjoyed the, um, just the camaraderie of, through like working, working through a project together. Yeah. So definitely. I think that that is, um, something that I have really enjoyed about it. What about you, Shelly? Um, I'm kind of along the same lines as you. I have enjoyed having something that's my own to focus on besides my family. Um, mm-hmm. I have also enjoyed having something else to talk about. It's fun to hear my kids say, oh, you're going to, like, you're working on the podcast. That's so great, mom. So it's fun for them to mm-hmm. see me doing something else that doesn't revolve around them. Um, yes, absolutely. And then, yeah, getting to spend time with you guys, creating something super fun that we all enjoy and just kind of seeing where it goes and where it has been and just all of it. So it's been super fun and I we've done it for a whole year. Through everything this year. Yeah. Done going. Yeah. yeah, it definitely was a challenging year to start a podcast about creating friendships and community in real life. Like who would have thought yeah. there'd be a pandemic? Right. But now it's I feel like it's the most relevant topic. I mean Right. Yeah. 
for yes. moms, especially. So, yeah. Um, Brandy, what about you? What have you enjoyed most? Uh, I think one thing that I've really enjoyed is that it's challenged me to do something hard and to do something new. So I have loved listening to podcasts for a really, really long time. I would say I was definitely like an early adopter to listening to podcasts. And so I always in my heart, like wanted to have my own and start one. Um, and I always kept thinking like, what would I do it on? What would I do it on? And then when I had this idea and you guys jumped on board, I was just so excited about it. And so I think just like wanting to do something and then stretching yourself and actually doing it feels really, really good. Cause I think so many times in life, people are like, Oh, I want to do that. Or, Oh, I've always wanted that. But the actually taking the steps and doing it, I think has been very Mm -hmm. fulfilling and it makes me feel Mm -hmm. like Oh, good. Like you didn't just say you wanted to start a podcast. Like you actually started a podcast and you did it. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I think that that has been something I've enjoyed too, is just Mm -hmm. the challenge of learning something new and, and making it work. Right. Yeah. Cause it's definitely, it's uh, a joy and a challenge (laughs) at times. Mm -hmm. It can be stressful a lot. Like, yes, a lot like being a mom, I guess that is true. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, so what are some things that you guys would say have been challenging for you about the podcast? Shelly, what about you? Well, you were talking about things being challenging um, and that being a positive thing. And so putting myself out there has been really yeah. hard for me. It's really hard for me to put my opinions out there. And then I have like a fear of people not liking me because of my opinions or what I think or what I say. Mm-hmm. And even though it doesn't matter. It's still like something that was, took a while for me to get over. Mm-hmm. So kind of mm-hmm. the vulnerability of that. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I'm just didn't even know it, but I'm just kind of a private person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that about you. <laughs> it is an interesting idea though, that you are creating content and sharing your ideas and they're out in the world and you don't know who could be listening in to those ideas mm-hmm. in that content and your opinions and what you think. And yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that too. I feel like I want to share things that I believe in uh-huh. and that matter to me. But I think like you said, that's just like a huge vulnerability. Um, and knowing like, I just strive to not offend people or right. hurt people's feelings by anything I might say or think. And so putting your thoughts out for like the whole wide, like internet to (laughs) listen to like whoever wants is it can be scary. Mm -hmm. And like Mm -hmm. you said, what if people don't agree with me or think that I'm being rude or mean, or, you know, I offended that person or hurt this person's feelings when I said that, that is a hard thing to um, manage while Mm -hmm. also being open and honest about like how you think Mm -hmm. and who you are. Mm -hmm. I also think for our listeners, like we come up with questions each week and we know our topics and what we're going to talk about, but we don't have like an idea necessarily what each of us are going to say. So a lot Mm -hmm. of times it's like on the fly or I'll think one of you guys was going to say something and then you'll say something completely different. And I'll be like, Oh, I didn't know you were going to share that or say that or go there kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So because Mm -hmm. the format of our podcast is very like, um, conversational and organic, it's, you're, we're going to say things that maybe come across as, um, not how we intended it. And so I think we hope that people have grace with us, but that is Mm -hmm. scary to put the stuff out there. Yes. Yeah, I agree. 
Brittany, what about you? What are some things that are challenging for you? I think that that is kind of the most challenging thing is that I just strive to like not offend people and still be true to like myself Mm -hmm. and how I feel about things. Um, And then just like the logistics side of it, it doesn't take like 40 hours a week to put out a podcast, but (laughs) I mean, it does, it is, it takes time to Mm -hmm. put together that lines and like have the meetings about it and talk. And it's a labor of love too. I mean, I definitely enjoy it, but sometimes Mm -hmm. the logistics of um, kind of recording and we often record at night. So trying to make sure like Ryland's home to watch the kids and keep them quiet or Mm -hmm. whatever. So there's just Mm -hmm. some logistics about it too, but I think Overall, I am loving it much more than there's any like challenges. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you feel about it, Bran? What do you think some challenges have been? I think finding the time definitely for me. And I think we're dealing with like three different schedules and kids and all of that. So I think that can be challenging. And then I think just staying motivated, um, especially like when we were in quarantine and it was literally for months on end, like we were not seeing people outside our house. And so it's like, how do you have a podcast where you're talking about seeing your friends and community? Mm -hmm. And there's only so many times you can Mm -hmm. say like, you should get on zoom, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think just like staying motivated and I'm really proud of us because I think it would have been easy and understandable for us just to say like, okay, well, let's just take a break. Mm-hmm. But we didn't and we pushed mm-hmm. through and I feel like it's easier to take a break when things get hard and it's harder to push through when they're hard. And so mm-hmm. I think getting to this year mark and thinking like, wow, we did it for a year. Like that was a good, like a good seismic commitment. And w- if we do stop recording and, you know, putting up podcasts, I feel like I want it to be a decision that we decided to go a different direction or do different mm-hmm. things. Like I don't want it just to be because it was hard or things were challenging or yeah, you weren't yes. supposed to leave your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I feel like that has also added to the um, like trying to not offend anyone or be yes. like so politically correct. It's because when we talk about seeing friends and they say, don't see any friends, stay inside your house. Like how do you balance yeah. like what what you are personally doing in your life and be real and also not offend people and kind of stay within your boundaries of what we should be doing. Right. Yes. That has added like a whole (laughs) nother layer to being like politically correct and being responsible and all of that. That is the truth. But I can remember back to when the pandemic all started and I can just vividly remember Brandy texting me and saying, we have to record about the pandemic. Like yeah. we can't move on with our like regularly scheduled thing, the stuff we already recorded. Like we have to like, we need to record. And so we like got on recorded mm-hmm. that night and like launched it the next day. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy. kind of acknowledge the, acknowledge yeah. the turmoil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was and it, yeah. I think it's going to be cool that we're going to have that um, like audio journal in a sense, so yes. to speak to like look back over and say, you know, like, oh, I wish I was the mom who had my kids journal during the pandemic, but I was not, but I was what? the mom who recorded a podcast during the pandemic. 
<laughs> oh my so, goodness. So our kids can go back and listen and say like, oh, you know, our great grandkids, you know, if you want to know what it was like during the pandemic, here's a podcast. I'll let you read Jackson's journal that he had to do for school. It's like the most depressing thing ever. It's like, oh, I gosh. hate this. School is oh, awful. No. I never get to see my friends. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Oh, goodness that gracious. is sad. That is really, really sad. That was the, oh my that was day one. I said, we don't have to journal anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is maybe not super helpful or healthy for us. <laughs> maybe let's not do this anymore. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. So speaking about different episodes, what would you guys say have been some of your top favorite episodes? So Shelly, what do you think has, has, have, <laughs> what's an episode that you love? So... <laughs> I went through and there's a lot of episodes that I was like, wow, that was so fun to record. And like, I can remember like certain moments in them. Um, But I think my favorite or one of my favorites is episode 37. We talk about um, when we went to Lake Shasta as a family. And I feel like that was such a big trip for us. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was fun to like, look back and remember that at such a pivotal time. And I think all of our lives, um, Mm -hmm. And we walked away from that episode and I can remember talking about it after. And I wouldn't say we ever say any negative things, but we all felt so good after recording that episode Mm -hmm. with like our content and what we said. And I don't think all of us ever come away when we all three record and say like, wow, I felt awesome. Like I said, everything awesome. Like, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. I think it's just so fun, like recounting the fun times we Mm -hmm. had. And Mm -hmm. it's also talk about journaling. I mean, that'll be a fun thing to look back on and not only just look at pictures from the trip, but Mm -hmm. also be able to hear, like, Mm -hmm. remember everything that, you know, we talked about. Yeah. What about you, Brett? What have you liked? I think that one of my favorite episodes we did is um, episode 20, How Do You Get Through a Bad Day? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I have to say, I have gone back and listened to that episode personally a couple times because I am the type of person that needs help in life. Like, I just need (laughs) a little, I need like cheerleading in my life. Yes. And so... I can go like when things are hard, I'm like, wait a second. I gave myself some advice. I'm going to go back and listen to it. <laughs> and so, That's I, awesome. All I can think of I is go the back. TV shows where they like send things to each other from like the future. Oh, the future. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I know. I feel like that is the future. That's like a letter to my future self that's having a bad day. And so I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, what do I do? Okay. Do these things or like, I'm like, yes, some days are just bad. Some days you just have to go through it. Some days you have a dance party. Some days you get outside, go for a walk. Some days you just have a glass of wine and like pray for it to be over. So (laughs) I think that's one of my favorite episodes. (laughs) I really like that episode too. I thought it had a lot of really good practical advice. Mm -hmm. And I think that we all have bad days. So I think that Mm -hmm. is very applicable. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you're our biggest fan, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what about you, Bryn? What's your favorite episode? I think um, episode 21, what is the best advice that you've received from your friends? I really liked that episode because I thought that we did a great job like crowdsourcing from our community, things that we have heard about that have been um, beneficial to us. So I really enjoyed that. And I feel like it really encompasses like what our podcast is about mm-hmm. when we are interacting with our friends and, you know, listening to them and appreciating their feedback. So I think that was really good. Also, 
really like that episode because I was listening to it today and Shelly talks about roasted broccoli in it and how much she loves it. I still love broccoli. <laughs> and so I made it for dinner tonight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't make broccoli because I wanted to save it for myself. I didn't want to feed my family. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so oh, good. So I made yummy roasted broccoli because of that episode and it brought me so much joy and all of my kids love it so much. Well, Luke and Bella. So mm, that was my I next favorite episode. But the reason that I love yeah. that episode is, is that the friends that I received the advice from who listened came in and said, like, thank you so much for talking about me. Like that meant the world oh. to me. Like I knew that it was oh. me. And like, <gasps> so that for me, I was like, oh, that just like makes your day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. That's awesome. Um, I will say another favorite episode of mine is the, Uh how do you feed your, how are we feeding our um, family during quarantine? Because we posted a lot of recipes and sometimes when I don't know what to make for dinner, I go to (laughs) the show notes and I'm like, oh yeah, this is what we can make. So if you ever wonder how Brittany lives her life, um, it's a journal for Brittany only. (laughs) That's People might think this is for them, like the listeners, but not really. It's actually just for me to go back and listen to myself talk about all these things. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I love it. That's so great. Well, that is, that's fun. It is fun to go back when I was just looking through today, all the episodes we recorded, all the topics that we've covered, all of that. I just was like, oh, we've we've covered a lot of topics. I had a friend, she said, I just don't know how you guys keep coming up with ideas and topics. Like I would just like be done thinking of things. And I'm like, I don't know. We just keep, keep thinking of things to chat about. So here we go. <laughs> Brittany's photo oh, or, uh, video journal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since we have started this podcast, how would you say that your community has evolved over the last year? I think for me, my relationships that I do have have grown deeper. Um, Mm -hmm. My community has shrunk some just by default. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's allowed me to really put the time into the friends that I have that I really, really enjoy. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been good. If you're not intentional with your community right now, (laughs) kind of just slowly disappears There's been weeks where I'm like, yes, wow, I haven't like seen anyone or done anything and like think, yeah, it's just important. Intentionality, mm-hmm. moral of the story always. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think that I would have to agree with that. I feel like I have become so much more intentional because I am thinking about it more often And also um, because I have just been listening to you guys talk about it and um, kind of your advice and what you do with your friends. And it's just given me Mm -hmm. a lot of ideas on how to be a better friend myself. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that um, I am just putting more of those things into practice and into play Mm -hmm. And, um, so I feel like I'm just like thinking about my friendships more and trying to be more intentional. And also, frankly, this is just a really stinking hard time to be like a in-person friend these days. You know, it's like, you have to be so much more intentional about calling, not just texting, Mm -hmm. but like having actual conversations. If you can't see people face to face as much, you Mm -hmm. know? 
Yeah. I think it's always on the forefront of our minds because we are doing this. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're every couple of weeks you're going back after it. Like, okay, wait, I have to like, remember what is important. Yeah. Yeah. And how am I being a good friend Mm -hmm. and how, how, what, what else can I do or how can I support people? Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Brandy? Um, I think intentionality for sure. I also, I was talking to a friend the other day and she, I said, oh, like, it's just really hard for me to keep up with people if things aren't scheduled. So like in, you know, pre-COVID life, there was like definite like scheduled activities and like you would pick up your kids at certain times and um, just more regular routine type stuff. And I had that. And so I would see people more. And now I feel like because I'm not having those touch points, like you said, you have to schedule it more or think about it or be intentional or figure out like a safe way to do that. And I think it's really hard. And so I was just telling her it's really hard. And she was like, Oh my gosh, it seems like it comes so natural for you. And I made me realize that like being a good friend is not just a natural thing. Like it's something that like most of us like have to work Mm -hmm. at. And so, um, starting the podcast makes you think about it more Mm -hmm. and then do it. And honestly, there's definitely been some times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't even believe I have a podcast about community because like I'm the worst friend right now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I think it's kind of kept me, like you said, in the forefront of my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that my community has changed though, in the aspect that it's gotten smaller, which is really hard and sad for me. And I think that I hope I can, um, see more people and it can grow. I just feel like we're in a place where it just seems so exclusive, like who you hang Mm -hmm. out with. Like, I'm only gonna hang out with these couple of people and I'm only going to see them outside, Mm -hmm. you know, doing these safe activities or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like such for me personally, a hard way to live where you're not trying to make people feel welcome, mm-hmm. make people feel included. You're not trying to introduce friends. You're you just like, there's just mm-hmm. none of those mm-hmm. things that I feel like were so foundational in my life before. Um, so I think it's definitely changed. I, when we started this podcast, you know, a year ago, released our first episode, I definitely don't think I would have said, Oh, my community's gotten smaller and I see less people in person than I ever had before. Like that was definitely never something I thought would happen a year Mm -hmm. later. Yeah, that is, I do feel like that has been so hard. This, it it just seems very exclusive. Like, Mm -hmm. you you know, you have to, it just to safety wise, like not expose yourself to a whole bunch of people. So it's just really hard to say like, I'm only going to see these five people or whatever it is that you choose for your family. It makes me feel really sad. It's just feels very Mm -hmm. sad to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, hopefully we won't be here forever and we're moving, you know, towards a better place overall in our country. Um, So that's like my only kind of hope that like, this is just a temporary Mm thing. Um, And then just, I think really I've been thinking about like, we're just going to have to fight to see people and to continue relationships. So Shelly and I had book club and, um, it was so great at our, I hosted at my house and I I think it was hard, you know, it's hard to schedule. Mm -hmm. It's hard for people now. I, you know, I think we feel a little uncomfortable getting together. And so I um, hosted and it was outside and then it was amazing because last year for Christmas, mom and dad bought me one of those big heat lamps Mm -hmm. that they have like at restaurants or whatever. So I had all the chairs like spread out, but then I turned that on and it was 
so hot. I wore a sweater because I thought I was going to be cold and I was sweating like the entire time. I was wearing like a button up with my like sleeves <laughs> rolled up and I, we were outside and I was perfectly yeah. comfortable. Like not cold, didn't need a blanket, yeah. jacket, just like comfortable. Yeah. It was awesome. And I had put like blankets out and like all, you know, all the stuff and trying to like make people feel, you know, warm because it's never fun to be mm-hmm. cold or whatever. And then it, it was fine and it worked out great. And um, so we're going to do that again. But I just thought, oh, like, it's not just like, oh yeah, just stop by kind of mm-hmm. life. It's like, no, like you have to get your blankets. You have to get a heat lamp and say, it's worth it to see people and have friends. And I will sit outside instead of being in somebody's house if that's mm-hmm. what it takes. And so I think just like fighting for relationships mm-hmm. is kind of where I'm at and um, like not just getting lazy or just be like, well, I'll just binge on Netflix, you know, 30 episodes tonight instead of like mm-hmm. seeing a friend. It's like, no, like <laughs> let's just like keep going and like fight for this. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be harder, but it's so much it's better and it. healthier for you and your friends bit. and it's worth it. So <sighs> just get off my soapbox, but, <laughs> but it's so true. Get that message out there. Well, I feel so like true. it's like, it's very true. And even with, homeschooling now like or just well I don't know who's Mm -hmm. there are kids going to school but my kids I'm home with them and I get tired of talking to people that are only like nine years old and younger like I need Mm -hmm. friends I need adult conversations I don't even walk to the bus stop anymore and like talk to people for 10 Mm -hmm. minutes at the end like at two o'clock in the afternoon like if sometimes Ryland is the only adult I talk to all day you know, and mm-hmm. so I think just keeping those friendships up, like going for a walk with a friend or getting out or just anything that you can keep up those relationships is so important. Like we said, this hopefully it's not going to be like this forever. So in order to get past it, you need your friends mm-hmm. supporting you along the way and like people mm-hmm. to, to get through it with. Yeah. Yes. So get out there. Keep fighting for it, everyone. It's worth it in the end. Oh, for sure. So as we wrap up our episode, um, let's talk a little bit about what we're into right now. So Shelly, what are you loving right now? What are you Okay. Into? So my family, we love pickled everything here. Um, vegetables. Uh-huh. I mean, pickled vegetables. Those type of things. Okay. Um, <laughs> what, what else Like regular pickles. Pickled asparagus. Anything pickled. Anyways. Not pig's feet? Not pig's feet because that's super gross. Um, Okay. Pickled eggs. Yes. Some people in our family really like those. I think they're disgusting. I do not personally like those. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I heard, doesn't Paul like those? Love them. Yes. Oh, he does. Are you? Oh, (laughs) you're not supposed to call him. I mean, how many people are in your family? Well, kind of a lot. I mean, there's five other people besides me. <laughs> well, I don't think it's Steven that likes pickled eggs. I No, I, my kids love them. My kids really like them. Um, oh, but one of my gosh. friends came over for, um, we did like a barbecue and she brought, she makes pickled stuff and she brought over like pickled, they were like a little bit spicy, these green beans. Oh. And I'm addicted to them. I don't know how no. to like politely no. ask her, can I have all the rest of your <laughs> pickled green beans at your house? Because <laughs> I need a back stock for the whole winter. <laughs> maybe, maybe she listens and she'll just magically bring you some more. <laughs> well, maybe I give you the recipe. She brings me, why don't myself? I just want her to bring them to me. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you should try. <laughs> 
Oh, it's never as good when you do it yourself. I I agree, Shell. Send her messages. Just little, little, little. Forward this podcast onto her. Now she just brings me pickles when she makes them. And it's the best thing ever. Like, my kids look forward to it and, like, can't wait. They're like, when is she bringing us more pickles? Does she, are they canned, like, with the sealed lids? Or are they just, like, uh, like fridge kind? Uh, I think she canned them. That's kind of hard because she keeps. I did longer. that with. She yeah, does. It. It's like a family thing that they do. Their whole family gets in together and does it, and they do all their things from their garden, and I, they do all the things. She's amazing. That's very impressive. Mm. It wow. is. They're so delicious. delicious. So good. Oh. Mm. Um, I like pickled things as well, but so, yeah, I've never made any. The pickled things that I can't buy from the store. I'm almost out. I was like, dang it, I can't even go to the store and buy more. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What about you, Britt? What are you into right I now? I am really into the weather right now. It which weather changes oh. all the time. But the these like shoulder seasons are my favorite time of the year. The time of the year that you don't have to turn on your AC or your heater in like in the mm-hmm. afternoon it gets warm and then you wake up in the morning and it's like a little cold and you put on a sweatshirt and then you can go outside and it's like warmer. I just love this time of the year where you leave your window open a crack and it gets kind of nice and like chilly in your bedroom and you get cozy under the blanket. Um, I just love it so much and it's sunny and nice. This is, yeah, mm-hmm. that is what I'm into right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, today we were outside and we were washing the car and like mowing the lawn and it was warm and there was a breeze and I thought Oregon has the best mm-hmm. fall so ever. So great. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been beautiful lately. I, I'm not really looking forward to the rain coming. Um, but the afternoon sunshine, like it was like 83 degrees here today or something. It was so nice. Oh yeah. Amazing. So what about you, Brandy? What are you into right now? Well, I have a friend and, um, he has been making Moscow mules and I am so into Moscow mules Mm -hmm. right now. Like they're so delicious. And I feel like super late to the Moscow Mm -hmm. mule party. Um, and so five years ago, Brandy, already had these and like has been drinking them. <laughs> I do feel like that, but they're so good. Um, I don't know. They're just delicious. I think part of it was because when I was pregnant and sick, mm-hmm. I would eat ginger. And so since then, like anything ginger related has reminded me of, me of being like very ill. Um, so luckily, like almost five years later, I feel like I'm kind of like over yeah. that. Um, so Moscow Mule, remind us of what is in a Moscow Mule for those unfortunate souls who have never had one. Okay. Um, first of all, you, you put them in, I believe it's a tin copper mug, copper, copper Copper mug, not a tin can. I have the copper mug and then (laughs) like a, like an empty tomato can that maybe you use for dinner. They're so good. Whatever it takes, put them in a container. <laughs> no, but you put them in the mug because it activates the stuff, right? Isn't that true? Isn't that why you put I them in the I actually don't know. We own I actually them. don't know why for mugs. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, you put it in a copper mug. And then I like mine with Tito's vodka, lime, and um, ginger beer. And they're delicious. They're perfect for right now because let me tell you why. When the weather is like this, it's sunny in fall, 
So it's a little bit spicy, which is kind of like a nod to like seasonings and spices, but it's a lime and it's like cold because mm-hmm. you put over ice. It is very so refreshing. refreshing. Um, what do you have a favorite ginger beer that you use? <laughs> yes, but I can't say it on this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's the chicken and the bowl one. Is it rooster and bowl? It's really spicy. <laughs> yes, that one. It's the rooster and the bowl. <laughs> The family well, you don't podcast. Have to mark the explicit um, thing. <laughs> exactly. So if you go to the store, it's a black and red can. It's a rooster. So a rooster I have to say, I started, I had my first Moscow mule 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, oh, you make me feel so behind. I gave you the benefit of the doubt with the five year. <laughs> No, this is like a a very old Southern drink. Um, That is true. We went, when I used to go to Ryland's parents' house in Virginia, um, they would make these, the the Mm -hmm. Moscow mules. And I never had one. I was like, this is amazing. Um, But they, Stewart's, you know, Stewart's, they make like root beer and cream soda. Oh, uh they used to make a ginger beer and it Uh was really super, like a spicy ginger beer, which is the best. You can't use like... Mm -hmm. A ginger ale or something. No, ginger ale you, doesn't work. Yeah, you have no, to no, have no, like no. the spicy ginger yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spicier better. And I think right now mm-hmm. ginger beer is easy to get because Harry what? Potter. No, that's popular, butter right? beer. And so, <laughs> oh, but don't you use <laughs> don't you use ginger beer in the butter? Beer I don't know what the recipe is. I actually is for don't that. know what's in it. Um. <laughs> okay. Let's go with it. Now then. I have to look this Pretty up. Pretty sure it's the truth. Because I'm like, well, maybe I would love that. <laughs> I thought butter, I thought butter beer was <laughs> Should alcoholic. Should I drink that? <laughs> no, it's not alcoholic. They drink it on Harry no, Potter. No, no, no. It's not you alcoholic. You can get it at Universal Studios in the Harry yeah, Potter Harry world. Potter. Huh. I don't I've know been there, but I didn't it. get any. Okay. Now I'm like, dang it, I should have got some. Maybe it was delicious and I didn't mm. even know. It oh. sounds, it kind of reminds me really like, good. I, I would think it'd okay. be kind of like a hot buttered rum. It looks like it's like frothy-ish. That's what like I get. Every time I see it, I've seen like Okay, I'm gonna look this up and I will report back <laughs> and let you all know. Look report on back your stories. Okay. We um, will do a taste test. Beer. And we're gonna can you please put we it will in a do tin a story. can? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got half of my recipe right. Or 75% of it. <laughs> it would be better if the tin can really still hard. had the label on it. For like I know what I'm beans. getting Brandy for <laughs> Christmas. A set of tin cans. <laughs> I will Cheapest enjoy them. Ever. I will make a Moscow mule in them. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I mean, tin, copper. I do think it activates it or something That would like make that. sense like because there has to be a reason for why they always go in copper mugs. I'm not really sure, but... <laughs> And not tin. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, on that note, listeners, I think now that we've shared all of our recipes that may or may not be true, we are so glad that you decided to listen, and we hope that you share with us some of your favorite episodes over the last year. So have a wonderful week, and bye. I'll see bye. you guys later. Bye, girls. for listening today. Please visit us at theflourishinglife.co for show notes and links to all our socials.